where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. As you will notice, the audio is infinitely better. So for you new subscribers uh, who've joined the last, I don't know, 50 episodes, maybe, uh, you're like, what is this? But my mixer broke, the one I had for four years, and my new one finally came in. Now, there's a little reverb and I need to work on that. There's I need to play with the knobs. But the audio is infinitely better. Yay. All right. So before we talk about why I think MGTOW is never going to succeed. What? Gregory, what? I want to read some reviews. I told you that I would read reviews. Anytime new ones came in. So we have... stumbled upon this this is from alfred stumbled upon this podcast when typing npr look i don't know how you get i don't know the way you can from npr but look gregory is not always the most polished podcaster but the information he provides is informative and offers it with some humor Most of these things I didn't know about, and I love his focus on toxins because we have so much faith in our food companies and government that it's shocking that these things exist. I also love his conspiracy theories on medical things as well, and I hope he goes further down that road. I love the thing, the views on dating. I don't understand women who say he hates women. He clearly doesn't. He's just trying to help men. There's a difference. Thank you, Alfred. Um, I would agree that I am not a polished podcaster. All right, cool fancy guy. This is the most recent one that came out Monday. Best podcast and creator, most eloquent and erudite. Ooh, I like the word erudite. Thinker, educating fellow man, Gregory, you're a role model. Well, I, I, I thank you for the compliment. I, I don't see myself as a role model. I see myself as a cautionary tale, but thank you. And then, There's no way I'm the best podcaster. Come on. You've heard that. I mean, now these there's tons of really good podcasts. And a lot of them, if you notice too, celebrities now all have podcasts because they realize it's a way they can make money because they have you know thousands of subscribers. And a lot of them are through Stitcher or Spotify, so they're sponsored. You saw them, the biggest cuck of all time, Harry and Megan. They have a Spotify deal. You know, Rogan went to Spotify. Uh, you know, um, um, Bill Simmons from ESPN, from The Ringer, he went over there. So then you see like... Um, Rob Lowe and uh, Colin, I don't know, Conan, Conan O'Brien, they're on Stitcher's thing. So you see a lot of money. So, so you, a lot of celebrities are doing it because it's a way they can they can create their own image. Back in the day, even 40 years ago before internet, I mean, think about it, celebrities didn't have a way. It was like the studios created their image and everything was very polished. Everything was through newspaper and magazines like Premier Magazine. And so forth. So that was kind of good in that the paparazzi wasn't as crazy, so they could actually go around town. But it was bad because it was they couldn't get their true selves out. But with podcasts, they can do that because you can talk and talk and talk and talk. All right. 
today we're going to talk about why, why MGTOW won't succeed. Now, I know this might be a, a hot take, but hear me out. I think when men become MGTOW or they stumble upon the manosphere red pill world, typically after a breakup, they 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 feel the views are revolutionary because it is like Neo in the Matrix. You've been you've been dis, detached from the Matrix and you see everything, and it's so invigorating. It's scary, but it's invigorating, and you think that these these thoughts seem so obvious now that your eyes have been woken because you've taken the red pill, and you think they're just they're just going to be so efficacious and cogent to men. I tell you, there is a strain of of men who think MGTOW is going to pervade society and within 10 years no man is going to marry in america now i i i I can see why you'd want that because you maybe you've been divorced raped or hurt and you don't want other men to lose their kids and lose their assets and all these things like that i understand that and you know anytime you you embrace a new ism in your life you're like a zealot Right. So it's understandable why you think that. And I definitely don't want to be the type of person here to rain on the parade. I'm just going to give you a devil's advocate view as to why MGTOW won't succeed. Now, MGTOW will succeed on a grassroots level. A man being converted here, there, here, there, here, there. But it's like the declining birth rate in the West. There are just more MGTOW, or I'm sorry, more simps being created every day than men going from simp to MGTOW, blue pill to red pill. It just is. Why is this? This is the question. If you know about MGTOW because maybe you Googled it or some guy told you about it or you found it on Reddit, Facebook groups, or, or something like that, but you have to seek it out, the deprogramming. You have to seek it out. But the programming you don't have to seek out because the programming is in every aspect of society. And this is why MGTOW is never going to succeed. The main influences in our life are, and they used to be what, your church, your family. But even then, those two are still very pro-marriage. You go talk to a priest or a pastor most of them are going to be like, you should marry, da, 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 and they'll give you scriptural reasons and so forth. And your family, I mean, you, you we've had an episode here how to convert your uh, your siblings or help them understand why you're why you're not going to marry. But they don't get it. Most of them don't get it. You're certainly your mom's not going to get it. And that's the funny thing. It's like if moms really love their their sons, wouldn't they encourage their sons not to marry? But they don't see it that way. They're part of the Borg mentality. Like, mom, do you really want me to marry? And there's a good chance that I'm going to lose a lot of assets and never see the kids. Well, how do you love? Well, how can you say you love me if that's what you want? But again, they've been so deeply entrenched by this thinking. And why have they been deeply entrenched by this thinking? Because this thinking pervades every aspect of society. And today, so the biggest influencer isn't really family, unless you're like homeschooled. It's not family or your church. It's it's pop culture, Hollywood. And Hollywood spews out and spews out simp stuff all the time. Women will bemoan how men aren't masculine anymore. But they don't see the irony in that. Hollywood is still creating simpy men. Whether it be by men 
watching The Simpsons or Family Guy or the innumerable shows where the man is a simp. I mean, think about if you're an eight, nine-year-old, this is what you're learning. This is male behavior. You look at all the movies, all the rom-coms, even, even movies where there's like a very masculine man when he's around the woman, he kind of simps out. Unless you're listening to rap, most music is going to be, I will always love you, I'll do this for you, blah, 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 just nonsense. And then you look at the the kind of internal factors. We know kids, sons of single moms, are more likely to be simps and oversensitive types. Because we've talked about that, how, how they already feel like they need to please their mom because they're worried that on some level their mom's going to abandon them. And so they just kind of transfer that to all women. So they, the sons of single moms really tend to have the, the over-solicitous, obsequious nature in them to please women. And they'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes. I love you so much. I'll do whatever it takes. So you have that. So you have the default programming in America and in the West is to create blue pill men. either through Hollywood, social media, academia, all these things that are cultural Marxists. And we know the the cultural Marxists want to break up the family. That goes back to the French Revolution and, and the Bavarian Illuminists. So you have that, that kind of exogenous or outside stuff. And then the inside stuff is just the breakup of the family. When you have the breakup of the family and you have more single moms, you're going to have more nice guy kids. Plus, kids who've never had luck with girls in cell types in high school, they're going to be overly solicitous. So it's going to be very hard to deprogram those guys because they're so desperate for women because they've never had that validation. So nothing's really going to change because these two influences are so strong. Hollywood, which is the most influential thing in our life, on all offshoots of Hollywood and pop culture. And then internally with the breakup of the family, that's going to to do it as well. And look, you can go and talk to people in your life who are blue pill, your family, your brothers, your uncles. And again, you can quote studies. They're, they're not going to hear it. They might tell you, oh, I understand where you're coming from. But then behind your back, you know, who heard him? He hasn't found the right girl. You're just going to end up alone and dead. All the shame tactics. But your your retort, guys, is like, well, Gregory. See, now I can really hear the reverb. It's driving me crazy. I don't know how to turn that reverb off. It's, it's really bothering me right now. But either way, okay, so we'll get through this. So you might say, well, Gregory, the marriage rate is dropping It's dropping, right? That's true. We've talked about that in a past episode. Now, just because the marriage rates are dropping doesn't mean these men are going MGTOW. A lot of them are just cohabiting. They're just cohabiting. Now, you could argue they're cohabiting because they kind of have some red pill knowledge, like why am I going to buy the cow if I get the milk for free? But 
MGTOW is all about like internally what you're thinking, you know, optimizing all aspects of your life and embracing the idea that bachelorhood or at least never signing the Faustian pact that is the marriage contract is a better option for you. So on one level, the cohabitors know that, but we also know that cohabitors typically will marry. They typically will marry. So, yes, will the marriage rate continue to drop? Absolutely, because it's the decline of Christianity, and Christianity was one of the bigger influences of, of for marriage, the proponents of marriage, because they actually believe, shockingly, that it's best if uh, a couple who agrees to long-term monogamy and makes a vow of it in front of God is good for society, and that the, any children that come from the sex it's understood that that's going to be the man's child, and, and so they're going to raise it as a family. It's something that's kept society glued, cohesed for millennia. Now the illegitimacy rate's over 50%. The bastard rate is crazy high right now, partly because of welfare and decline of Christianity and other factors. So marriage is, it, it's tough, because marriage is good for society, but as we talked about it, MGTOW is a response to radical feminism and how radical feminism destroyed marriage. So now we're in a situation, unless there's an EMF bomb that goes off and all the electricity is destroyed forever, women are going to keep going down this road of falling for the lies of the cultural Marxists. Marriage is not going to get better. Marriage is going to get just keep going down the slide to debauchery, just like America is in general. None of that's going to change unless we enter some like uh, Republic of Gilead or whatever the country is in the hands made stale. Like, and I'm not saying that's the society that we need. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that I don't foresee anything that's going to make us go back to a more traditional um, society that we used to have before the Marxists destroyed everything in the last 60 years. I just don't see that happening. Unless some some horrible thing happens to America that's going to kind of reset all the traditional gender norms. Because like women can complain about men and all these things by using their iPhone and computers. But if there's no electricity, and I remember reading this study, like if there was an EMF bomb that went off a black box bomb, a black bomb, I should say. And uh, if that went off, something like 90 percent of Americans would be dead within a year. Because, I mean, think about it. No cars would work. No heating would work. Nothing would work. So we'd be back to like a primitive land. And only so many men know how to hunt and cook and make a fire and make shelter and, you know, first aid. Like basic stuff like we used to all know. Like three generations back, your great-grandfather knew how to do all these things. But society has made us weak and soft and we just sit around and watch TV and look at screens. So a lot of Americans would die. Food wouldn't be shipped in because right? the cards would be broken. But either way, MGTOW just isn't going to succeed. It just really isn't. That doesn't mean we can't and we shouldn't try to save a man, stop his wedding. Right? We, we should still continue to do this. But I want you to kind of have a realistic view. And look, I can understand why some red pill content creators are out there and saying, oh, MGTOW's going to win, we're going to win, because everybody wants to be part of a winning team, right? It's the tribalism. Everyone's a Laker fan, right? Even if you don't live in LA, right? You, you want to always support teams that are winning, because if you support teams like your homemade team, your hometown team, and they're losing, then you're a loser, right? Instead of seeing it as an act of fidelity and loyalty to your team. Like, I will always support the Houston Texans, because it's my, my town. But you see these these gravy trainers, these these fair weather fans that just jump around to whatever team's doing the best. And 
that that's what I think some content creators are doing because they want to tell you that so you'll be like, yeah, yeah, because you'll feel like you're part of something that's winning and you're more likely to buy their content, their courses, and so forth. No, I, I'll tell you the truth. I don't think this. I don't think MGTOW is going to succeed. I mean, and also look, you you look at the fact that the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is the big quote hate speech close quote think tank, most influential one in America, has labeled and you can look this up. Just go to their website. You you can you can see it's labeled manosphere as hate speech. We know that YouTube and the different outlets are cracking down on anything that is perceived to be, quote, misogynistic, how many of the major red pill content creators have you seen that have been either demonetized or completely deplatformed, like TFM, right? But they're not doing that to the, the misandrists. They're not doing that to the women who are crapping on men and blaming men for everything. You're not saying that, right? So you have the political attack, the social media attack. We're under persecution. So you have that. You don't really see the abatement of blue pill indoctrination in Hollywood. Plus, so that's going to keep cranking out. Plus, you're going to have the proliferation, the continuing growth of sons of single moms being simpy and being obsequious to women. So for every like 10 men that divorce, and I've mentioned this before, seven of them go back on the marriage market, the dating market. Two will go MGTOW, one will drink or kill himself. Because these men, again, are not exposed to red pill stuff, so they think that their ex-wife was the exception instead of the norm. Right? They're all no Walt, no Walt, no Walt. Instead of being a Walt, it's the system, not necessarily the women. The women have been ruined, not all women, of course. The system has ruined women, but the system is the problem. The court system is the problem, and that's not going to change either. So even those men who've been divorced, right, most of them go back on the dating market, either because they need they need a second mom, right? They need the validation. They don't want to be alone, all these things. So you have all these factors that are playing into my, my assertion. Now, if you disagree with me, please post an honest review and just say, Greg, I think you're wrong. I think McDowell's going to succeed. Uh, but please do so. But this is just my take. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please pass an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. If you have an Apple product, then I'll read your review. And if it's a negative review, I'll read that. I've read the, the two negative female reviews. Also, there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to donate some shekels to help defray the cost of hosting this on a server, I appreciate that because it does cost money and I don't make any money from this podcast because you don't hear any ads. Also, there's a link for Naturopathic Earth, the website. Click on that. It takes you over there. You can listen to all 440 whatever episodes of The Awakened Man, formerly Holistic Health News plus my other two channels are there, plus 200 recipes about biohacking your body. Naturopathy is the idea that you should embrace natural remedies instead of big pharma solutions for maladies and diseases. So we have a bunch of kind of gluten-free, dairy-free recipes that are over there, plus we have tons of other articles, so just check it out. On the right side, you'll see my two books. If any of you need to lose weight, definitely click on those two books and maybe buy them on Amazon. But if you click on them, it takes you to Amazon. And since I'm an Amazon affiliate, anything that you buy on Amazon by going through my links, I get a 2% commission, no expense to you. So it's, it's very little money. But it, it's something and that's a passive way for you to help me out because they don't raise the prices for you. If you want to talk on the phone, contact me through clarity.fm. And lastly, please subscribe and post an honest review for The Awakened Man. Again, Every time you subscribe and you post a review, especially if you type words, 
it the algorithm just like on youtube notices it so it's gonna push my podcast out more promulgate it so to speak so then more men are more likely to find it and so we want to yeah save a man stop his wedding guys until next time take care god bless bye-bye thank you for listening to the awakened man podcast find us on facebook at the awakened man podcast page subscribe and post an honest review on apple podcast and consider donating to our crowdfunding account and remember freedom is better than needle until next time